Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. That's what I'm talking about. 202, welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of Carton and Roberts. Evan Roberts, Craig Carton, all the way to 630. Phone number to join, as always, 877-337-6666. Well, it is Black Monday, so uh, for those of you that are hoping for another regime change, I guess you can uh, hold your breath. It's not coming today. And Robert Saul thinks so uh, positively that he's coming back that he actually bought everybody on the team a T-shirt that says, Finish. I wonder if he got one for himself. <laughs> I see oh, you, you see what I did there? <laughs> Anyhow, good afternoon, Evan. How are you today? I'm kid? all right. How, you, how was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was uh, fantastic. That's the beauty of not having a rooting interest or a gambling interest in the outcome of sporting events. It's always a good weekend. Even losing to the Dolphins the way the Jets did, that didn't bother you? Look, I told you, you, th- you wanted them to win the game more than I cared yes. about the game. And I respect that because it would have been nice if nothing else... We could put a little feather in our cap that we kept the Dolphins out of the playoffs. And that's what we could have done. We didn't do it. Another amazing offensive performance. Wasted. We have scored four touchdowns in the last six games. Anemic offense. Yeah, wasted fantastic. timeouts. Another waste of a season. It's been a 12 consecutive yeah. wastes of seasons in which we spend three hours every Sunday getting upset and really just wasting our time. That's what we've done over the last 12 yeah, years. How's and it's it feel? Like, you know, we say a lot on this show, you know, there are different types of 7-10s. Uh, and tens. You know, there's a 7-10 and 10 where you win your last five games and you feel really good about the progress the quarterback makes, the team makes, and this makes, and that makes, and you go into the offseason feeling really good. Then there's a 7-10 and 10 where you lose your last six games and you feel like crap which is the way we typically end well, our season. Ask yourself this, because I have the answer. Do you know how many times in the history of this uh, pathetic yeah, franchise they've ended a season with six straight losses or more? Uh, how many twice. Times? Twice. What are the other two times? Just a guess. It's happened one time. And the one time it happened, they went one in fifteen in the Richie Kotite year. I, so I so, said twice, this one and another yeah, one. Yeah, but put yeah. that in perspective, Craig. Right. That's how bad well, this close was. I got the question right. Craig, I'm Thank so you. proud of you. <laughs> that we're talking. You know something about sports. There we go. You've defied all there the predictions. There we go. And you got something right. The guy but, that wasn't hard for sports knowledge <laughs> drops a little ditty on you. But let that sink in. That's, That's how bad the close to this season was. 
it was the worst close this franchise has seen yeah. since they went one in fifteen. Look, I guarantee you that uh, Woody Johnson's already told Robert Sala he's coming back. Great, because there's no reason you don't put that finished T-shirt in every guy's locker if you haven't been promised you're unless, coming back. Nope, unless yeah. you're pulling a Costanza. Sometimes I make TV references. You'll okay. understand. I understand that one. George Costanza was fired one day. He just showed up to work the next day. I told you I used to work with a guy in Jersey like that, an engineer. Who <laughs> right. got fired and said, I'll see you tomorrow. Right, so Robert and just Sala. just kept coming back until they were like, all right, welcome back. Robert Sala probably hasn't been told anything about next year. So he figured, let me put my head down and game plan for 2023. I, th- listen, they've had to have the conversation. Woody was in Florida yesterday. You had to greet all the players at the end of the game. Don't tell me that Woody Johnson went to Miami and at no point met with Joe Douglas and Robert Sala. I don't think these kinds of decisions. Like, think? Yes and no. I don't think these kinds of decisions, especially when the last few weeks impact how you view a season, very similar to Joe Judge a year ago, where you should have that decision made within an hour of the game ending. Sometimes you got to think about it. Sometimes you've got to say, all right, let me fathom the garbage I just watched in week 18. Yeah. And let me decide, does that play a role or an impact in me making the decision on his future? But you've said something, Beningo has said something, and you guys are right. I would really only want to make a change if I'm getting somebody who's a proven commodity. Yeah. Now, for me, the only guy is Jim Harbaugh. I know other people want to include Sean Payton in that. I'm not going to argue and, uh, and nitpick you know, who you want the guy to be. But, yeah, I would bring Robert Sala back unless you told me that I was replacing him with Jim Harbaugh. Outside of that, Robert Sala's coming back. The problem is, why is he coming back? Is he coming back because there's something you've seen over the course of these two years that makes you believe he's the guy? Or are you simply bringing him back because of a calendar? Because the calendar tells you it's only two seasons, and it would be wrong to fire a guy after two seasons, even though the New York Giants did it three consecutive times before they finally got it right. I think the question is, you know, why would Woody Johnson bring him back, right? Woody Johnson has to be convinced, I suppose, that he has seen enough uh, improvement from year to year to warrant one more year to see what the next jump is. Not saying I agree with that or you agree with that, but if if you tried to sell me on that, that's the selling point. Right? That the jump from year one to two is okay. Two to three is going to be better. Well, it better be better. (laughs) I'll tell you that. I mean, I have no expectations, to be honest. I don't even know who my quarterback's going to be. It can't be Zach Wilson. It can't be Joe Flacco. It probably shouldn't be Mike White. No, it's none of them. Let's stop with the Mike White crap. It's none of them. We need three new quarterbacks on this team. The one positive, the one positive about last night's football game, even though my Green Bay Packer prediction went in flames before it could get started, is it opens up that possibility again. Yeah, I yes, don't know. it does. I don't think that's happening what? either. I don't know. I, I think. Listen, you're I don't know. About, is not an answer, by the way. Uh, Aaron Rodgers coming here. I think my gut is that if Aaron Rodgers leaves Green Bay, he's going to have a choice of where he's going to go. Why would you go to an organization that never wins? There's so no, you can be the guy to win. Yeah, but maybe that's not what make that, that that turns you on anymore. Maybe. Like to me, if you're Aaron Rodgers, money's no longer an issue. Although you're going to demand a lot of money, but it's not like the driving force, right? You've got your Super Bowl tucked away in your living room, so you got that. At this stage of your career, I think you want another crack at winning. And while you and I could sit here and make a very eloquent argument that the New York Jets are poised to win outside of not having a quarterback, 
there may be other teams as we see this playoff picture play itself out that are in a better position Maybe. than we are. And where you're right and is we that, can argue it, but no, no. You know, I think that's where I'd go if I'm him. Well, he's going to have the power in this whole 100%. thing. 100%. He's going to get to decide. If he has no interest in following in the footsteps of Brett Favre, then it's not going to happen. It's right. a non-starter. But maybe he wants to play in New or York. I maybe got, he likes Garrett Wilson. I don't know. Or, I mean, you, know, you start talking about, let's say San Francisco gets eliminated mm-hmm. before they get to the Super Bowl. I mean, things like that, teams like that. I get that. And I think him, now look, you got to add Brady to the mix. Tom Brady is an unrestricted free agent after this year. Considering there's 15 legitimate veteran quarterbacks who are going to be available, Brady and Rodgers, they dictate the market. Sure. Because they pick where they want to go because of who they are. So the New York Jets will be in line. I would take both those guys. So would you. You know, it's a one-year, two-year deal, but it gives me a chance to dream. It's not a long-term solution. No. It is a short-term solution. We opened up the window a little bit more, and now let's take our run at it. Outside of those guys, I mean, I, I, I listen, I'm a diehard Jet fan. I could make a very articulate argument for why the New York Jets would be a great destination for either one of those guys. I don't believe either one of those guys would ever consider the New York Jets. Well, I think Aaron Rodgers would consider it. He just may not ultimately decide to pursue that. We are a loser franchise. Let's just own what we are. We have talent, yeah. We have a very good defense, yeah. We've got young talent, a wide receiver, sure. We may even have a good running back, knock on wood, Brees Hall comes back from the ACL, and that's a year injury. So at best, you're talking what, November 1? He says he'll be ready for the start of he the year. He says it, but he won't be. Let's, just, let's We know torn ACLs are, right? So let's just, whenever he comes back, knock on wood, he comes back, and can still run the way we saw him run. Who, by the way, having missed the last 10 games of the year, is still our leading rusher yeah. for this season. Look, this season like, could have been... That makes sense to me. Oh, it does make sense. Brees Hall was awesome. Guy played in seven games. Yeah. Did yeah. you watch him? Yeah. He was a home run hitter. Yes, I did. He would have led all rookie running backs in rushing yards if he stayed healthy. He tweeted well, that out yesterday. Kenny Walker. No, he would have. Oh, well, Kenny Walker. Did you watch there. Brees Hall? I did. But Kenny Walker would have been up there. Yeah, Ken Walker. Especially nice. after AVT went down. That's now, great. Kenny Walker. Brees up there. Hall would have finished ahead. Well, we like to say these things, but we don't know for sure. Do Brees, we? Brees Hall said it. Hey, why don't we just say this? I'm willing to say it. I'm sure you're willing to say it too, because I know you feel it. The New York Jets are a loser franchise. Yeah, they are. Now, they have really good people in that building, people I like a lot, both that play and people that don't play, that go to work every day thinking this is going to be the year it's different. And we've had a little taste for Rex Ryan, sure. But at the end of the day, it is a loser franchise. And until we get a legitimate quarterback, and I'm going to tell you another position, and I know you agree with me, and we haven't even discussed it, an offensive coordinator who on third and nine in a meaningless game doesn't call a run up the middle. Right. Could I get that possibly? That'd be nice. Is that something that we could ask for? That's a great point. Aaron Rodgers would not yeah. want to go from one LaFleur right. to another LaFleur. No joke. And I'm sure Matt, Mike, but whatever the names are, are good guys. All right? But I'm telling you, I'm watching the game as you are yesterday. I forget the exact, the third and nine, 10, mm-hmm. whatever it was. And we run the ball up the gut. And I'm saying to myself, what the F are we doing? And then last night, I watched a team that had nothing to play for. And I said to myself, God darn it, the Detroit Lions look a lot different than the New York Jets. Did they not? Well, because they're better. They're competent. They took some risks. 
They were having fun. Yeah. And they beat the Green Bay Packers. A big at part Lambeau. of why they did that. And there was one where it was third and 17, and they ran up the middle with Ty Johnson and then kicked the field goal, was because was they the know that they have a better chance of getting yards on a play like that Evan, we than dropping Joe Flacco back yeah, with right. a crap offensive line where everybody knows he's throwing no one guy. Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson. Wilson. So right. I get the frustration, but the truth is the best play call, the yeah. one that had the best chance at succeeding on third and 17 no, after a dopey false start was running the ball up the middle with Johnson as compared to the statue getting harassed All after he dropped back. All we did was play for a field goal because we suck. We're losers. And the fact that they called the run on third and 17 tells you all you need the to know. Is, bro, the problem is, bro, and he's coming back. The problem is, and this is why your example I sort of disagree with, is it yeah. worked. They got 12 yards out of it and kicked a field goal. Yeah, it's not, it's not a first down last time I checked. <laughs> no, oh, but... and then on fourth and five, let's have some balls and maybe go for it. Detroit ran a flea flicker yesterday. Detroit went for it on yeah, fourth down. Yeah, but there's down. a lot of differences between Detroit and New York. Have you heard of Jared Goff? I'd like him oh, to be my quarterback. All of a sudden, he's good. Everybody's back in love with Jared Goff. He's better than Jared what the Goff Jets have. Jared Goff the punchline of a joke two years ago. That's not the point. And now look at Jared Goff. That's we all not, want him. That's not the point. You're comparing the Lion decisions versus the Jet decisions. Meanwhile, Jared you, Goff is yeah. a lot better than Joe Flacco. I don't the you. Lions offense is a lot better than the Jet offense. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'd rather be a Lion fan today than a Jet fan today. We suck. We're a bunch of losers. That's what we are. And by the way, God, congratulations to the New York Giants. I got to tell you, I watched that game yesterday. And you go into it, you know, you're playing a third-string quarterback who gets his first ever, you know, a chance to throw a football in six years of his young career. And his girlfriend's there, and she's not sitting next to his father. And I can't figure out why they're not I talking to Eagle each other. I made it very clear. Yes, he did. He's like, <laughs> there's a guy there. Somebody was sitting there, yeah. and they had to go to the bathroom. Yeah, they showed that seat twice. The guy wasn't there either time. So either <laughs> he's got a prostate problem or he doesn't exist. His name is Snuffleupagus. <laughs> either way... The New York Giants playing backups, right? You knew they were going to lose the game. You're okay with them losing the game. Who cares? They gave the Eagles the run for the money. They competed. They scored a couple touchdowns. Galladay actually made a catch that mattered. And while they did he lose the game. He didn't just make a catch that mattered. He yeah. made an incredible play. Yes, he did. Where yeah. the hell did that come from? Yeah, who knew he could actually still do that at $4 million per reception this year? <laughs> that being said, that's a, that's a competent team. You're talking third-string players, guys you've never heard of, playing against a team that's desperate to win the game for the number one seed. And the New York Giants gave them every bit well, think of a about problem. This. And they, I love that. They put in a quarterback, and having Davis Webb start for the New York Giants is just freaking awesome because they righted the wrong from five years ago when Davis Webb should have been the guy to replace Eli Manning, and instead it was Geno Smith. So it took a few administrations. It took a few different head coaches. But finally, Davis Webb starts for the Giants. But Davis Webb, without Saquon Barkley, without Andrew Thomas, and without any wide receiver weapons, unless you want to count Kenny Galladay, who all of a sudden became no, a weapon, still managed to go out there, yeah. and they actually produced some semblance of an offense. Yeah. They looked better on offense than the Jets did. That, right, and it's frustrating. I give a lot of credit and respect to the New York Giants and the coaching staff of Brian Dable, et cetera, and obviously the guys that went in there that got a rare chance to play. They played their asses off, and they gave the Eagles everything they wanted in that game, and that may uh, serve them well. 
if they can beat the Vikings, because then guess who they have after that? Most likely, at the least. No, no, definitely. Because well, the Seahawks ain't beating the Niners. Right, so most likely. Oh, I mean, right, there, things can happen, right? Most likely. They like. get the Eagles again. And then you'd have shades of Giants, Patriots a few years back. Correct, correct. Correct. How about that? That was a fun game yesterday. Yeah. And I give the Giant backups play their a lot of... Okay. And I give the Giant backups yeah. a lot of credit for I competing. Yeah. But what the hell would yeah. that have to do yeah. with playing the Eagles in two weeks? Because That's a it, nice story. Because here's the deal. Much no, like half the 10 guys years on, ago. No, no. Not much yeah. like 10 years ago. Yeah. Because half the guys who were on the field yesterday yeah. are not seeing the field yeah. in a divisional matchup against them. Where the Eagles don't scare us. There's no point. They needed to win that game, right? They had their star quarterback back, the MVP of the league. And guess what? We handled them. We handled them. How many touchdowns did they score yesterday? Did you just say we? We. As a New Yorker. Right, if I'm talking as if I'm a Giant player. Have you player. morphed in day no, one of the not. Giant build-up for the wild no. card game into a Giant no. Wii fan? No, I've, let me rephrase that. You. When I said Wii, I was talking as if I was a Giant player. I'm clearly not. It's been a long time since I kicked that 50-yarder at Veterans Stadium in Philadelphia. Uh, and I don't like to talk about it much because it brings back some other memories I'd rather not relive in Philadelphia. Because you know how I feel about that godforsaken town. Other than the pretzels and the water ice, there's nothing good over there. On Lorenzo's and Son's Pizza on South Street because it's like a quadruple size slice. Anyway, that being said, I, I I respect the giant organization. I'm jealous and I'm envious. Even in a loss that they didn't give a rat's ass about, they had a chance to win the game. Meanwhile, the New York Jets go to Miami against Skyler effing Thompson, and we can't win the game. I thought you didn't care. It pisses me off. All of a sudden, at the beginning of this show, like 16 minutes ago, had a good weekend. Good thing I didn't care yeah. about the game. By 219, you've turned into and me. I'm pissed off. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. The New York Giants scored a touchdown with, what's his name, Davis Webb? Davis Webb. Yeah, that's more touchdowns than the Jets have scored in the last three games combined. Yep. It's an embarrassment. Davis Webb had two touchdowns. Yeah. He run, ran, ran for a run. touchdown, and he threw a touchdown. Yeah. Jacksonville Jaguars are going to the playoffs this year. Yeah, but we had to beat the Rams two years ago because that made a lot of sense, you morons. And here we are. And I love the Jets, but they're a loser franchise. That's what the T-shirt should have said that Robert Saul put in the back of every guy's locker. I'm a loser. Do you remember the T-shirt? what it should have said on it. Do you remember the T-shirt he wore at training camp when we visited? Yes. And he handed it Positive to being Positive vibes only. Yeah. Coach, yeah. that's why it's difficult, yeah. if not impossible, to actually live by that t-shirt name. I'm going to start positive making t-shirts. vibes only. No, I got positive vibes. I'm making t-shirts. That's what I'm that doing. That says we're losers? I, 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 think the, I think the t-shirt should say I'm a loser. Yeah. On it. Right? Prove me wrong. Spot the lie. I'm, and I got a new t-shirt company, too. Guys, uh, just over the weekend, you created yeah, a t-shirt no, company? No, I don't have the company. Oh. I have, uh, I've connected with a company. They're good people. They make all the uh, the swag for uh, the Huguenots, for New Rochelle. And I'm going to tell you what they're called right here. My man Chuck. And the name of the company is CC Baseball and Apparel. And they're good people. So I'm going to start having sweatshirts and hoodies and things made. Losers yeah. since 1960, and the, by the New way, York at football no cost to me. That's how I'm going to work out that deal. Oh, that's good. I'm going to come up with a shirt they can sell to the rest of you losers. All right, and I'll just be the model, the male model. <laughs> yeah, the You'll first, be the head loser. Yeah, the first shirt I'm making, it just says, I'm a loser. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. You guys, you guys, when you did the morning show, helped my I'm a loser comment become a big deal because you kept playing that drop over and over yeah, again. You were right. I'm a loser. 
I'm a loser. Yeah. I'm a loser. I knew it before you knew it. We're losers. You're a real trendsetter without knowing it. Evan. Thank I you. I got to give you all the credit for that. You Thank should you. actually uh, trademark the term I'm a loser. You're right. I Plus, should. I am a loser. Because I'm not sure which one plays better on shirts. I'm a loser or I am a loser. Uh, Probably I'm. Yeah, I would right? go with I'm. I'm a loser. Because that's I'm a loser. Normal. I'm a loser. That's how normal humans talk. We don't yeah. say, I'm a loser. I am a loser. I am a loser. I'm a loser. I'm a loser. I'm a loser. Yeah, like and I would say, you're I'm a loser. a loser, not you are a loser. Right. Right. And there's a sense. 95% chance that when I said I'm a loser, I was probably talking about the Jets. There's a good chance it was. Or your love life at the time. At the time, yes. That does predate your marriage. That does, you're right. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because we only brought you in there, you know, sporadically. And there's always to mock you in some way, shape, or form. Or to let you show off your presidential knowledge. That's true. Remember right? I did that on your show? Yes, I do Named remember. every president without hesitation. And he even got the tricky ones where it's like the same guy or a guy. Grover Cleveland. Guy a guy. Grover I'm Cleveland. A Benjamin like the, Harrison. Like the split. Grover Cleveland. The split uh, presidencies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he got them all. I wasn't surprised, but he got You know why I got it? Because I'm a loser. I'm a loser. Yeah. I I'm a like loser. That. So, and I also have the finished uh, version of uh, our badass hog, uh, right? So I'm excited about that. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh. Yeah, as soon as, can you have to bring it to me? I left it in my office. I'll put that out there today. Uh, there's one little change left. I'm taking one of the tattoos off the hog's arm. Which one? The uh, the the flying football. You don't like the flying football? It, it didn't look real. It didn't look real. How about the hogs yesterday yeah. pounding the cowboys? Yeah. Look at that. And this hog has to be as realistic as possible, sure. as you know. Yeah. You can't have like a fagazi hog. Like if I'm, you know, gonna put out the official hog of the Carton and Roberts show, he's got to look legit. Well, the legs have become very, very thick. Yeah, and, I think and the right color too. Yes. Yeah, like our hog has spent a lot of time in tanning boots. Sure. He's as orange as the day is. He's long. the Sid Rosenberg of hogs. Also well placed. Uh, slight. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh, he's very tan. You know that. Sid has one of the worst fake tans in America. <laughs> yes. But uh, he thinks he looks good. I'm not going to tell him he doesn't. <laughs> All right. 877-337-6666. We got all the jet anger. We got you Giant fans pumped up. So, listen. It's Giants-Vikings, right? Yes. I heard uh, Joe on with uh, Tiki and Tierney earlier today. He has already picked against the New York Giants. He loves the Vikings in this game. Um, I, of course, as the football expert in this radio station, will walk you through why the Giants counted. You know what Joe is fearful of? Because he was telling me this on Saturday. Well, and I understand everybody it. loves the Giants. It does feel, because of the nature of that game a few weeks ago, where the yeah. Giants should have won the game despite the mistakes that they made, yeah. that you're going to hear it all week. You're going to hear it on this radio station. Giant fans, not giant but do fans. Do you think that's homerism or no. people really breaking it down? So it's not, it's not homerism, Craig. What it is is it's being really... You're remembering what just happened, like which is logical. You're thinking back a few weeks to Christmas Eve. We all remember the game. We all watched the game. And every football fan walked away from that game saying, wow, the Giants can beat this team. Oh, I just want another shot at them. So I don't think it's homerism. I think it's just we're reacting to what we saw. Well, but to be fair, to be fair, you can make a very uh, good argument for why the New York Giants uh, can and even would win this game because we saw them a month ago uh, give Minnesota all they want. That's wanted. what I just said. Okay. That's I'm, the I'm reason why that's happening. But however, you uh, you have to acknowledge that on this radio station, sometimes the hosts, although this is not a collusion, we don't get together and discuss it, nobody ever looks to look nobody ever likes to pick against the home team in a playoff game. It's like when the Yankees played the Red Sox, we discussed it. 
uh, and there are other games like that. Where all of a sudden, everybody's picking the Giants, right? right? right. Now, do you want to just get in your early pick now? My, I will my, hold you to it. Do you want to wait till Friday? My first reaction, and I yes. think I have the right to change my view as the week goes on. My first gut feeling is the Vikings are going to win the game. Okay. And by the way, they're at home. And oh, by the way, they're thirteen and four. Yes. So I know their point differential is negative. Well, we look at but to be fair, they are we, thirteen and four. I think we all agree we expect a close football game. That's our first reaction. Yeah. And a lot of people look at the Vikings' ability to win close games and say, "See, they're lucky. They're just no, a lucky make, team." Oh, you I good. look at it the other way and say they have been tested in every possible way, and they've won all sorts of games. Yes. All and, sorts of close games. You know, it's funny how people talk all of a sudden, like every uh, every guy with a mouth and a microphone, you know, is suddenly an expert in all things, right? And they talk, oh, point differential, point differential. To be fair, there's an outlier in the group. Well, because they got blown out twice. Right. They lost 40-3 to to the Dallas Cowboys. And they got pounded by Green right. Bay. I mean, even, even if you just took that game out... You're talking about 37 yeah, extra but, points but, but now. Crack. You want to add the game just real quick. You brought up Green Bay. It's a fair one to bring up. They lost by 24 to Green Bay. So those two games represent a 61-point differential. Right. So they're outliers there. So it's not as easy as just saying, oh, wait a minute, they're 13-4. and four. Now, you can say about Minnesota that they don't have a single win this year by other than the Chicago we, win. Right. By more than a touchdown. Right. They've won a lot of close games, yeah, and you can kind of spin that however you want. One spin is they're lucky. The other spin is they know how to close. Yeah. They know how to win close games. And I by no means am not saying the Giants have no chance or the Giants are going to get killed. I think it's going to be an incredibly close game. But I think my you're going to look at feeling, a one-score game because, by the yes, way, that's all the Giants do also. That's what the Giants do. That's yeah. what the Vikings do. And I think the game from a few weeks ago means very little. I think sometimes we try to make a big deal out of rematches. And if I'm not mistaken, Craig, every playoff game this weekend is a rematch from a regular season game. Every one yes. of them. Yep. Including Dallas-Tampa, even though that was all the way back in week one. I that mean, was the opener of the season. That was the opening game. And heck, I could give you, I think it was week two, when Jacksonville blew uh, the Chargers out. Means nothing. Means nothing. Most of it means absolutely nothing. But yeah. we have a recency bias. So I think a lot of us are just going to go back to that game and say, wait a second. Giants made a couple of big mistakes, a couple of bad turnovers. Yes. And they still only lost because of a 60-plus yard field goal. Oh, they're going to beat them. It's not as simple as that. I think it's going to be a hell of a game. I hope the Giants win, but my gut feeling right now is the Vikings win. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.